with your voice like nails on a chalkboard calling me out when I'm wounded you picking on the weaker man hello this is Jessica Jimeno and you are listening to flip switch the podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings understand depression and bipolar disorder. The issue of bullying has taken center stage, with people like Anderson Cooper and his show AC360 urging all of us to be part of the solution. You've heard the sad stories. Step one, teenager is bullied online. Step two, humiliation ensues. Step three, story ends in suicide. But today, we're going to hear from a teen with bipolar disorder who fought her cyber bullies and won. Kira is going to tell us about something terrible her classmates did to her on Facebook. She will also share three ways to fight cyberbullying. At the end, Kira has a message for all parents and teachers. I should warn you, there are two instances of swear words when Kira describes things bullies said to her. I am playing Taylor Swift's song, Mean. You can take me down with just one single blow. My name is Kira. I'm 16. I'm from Sydney in Australia. What is your official diagnosis? I was diagnosed with bipolar mood disorder when I was 8 years old. How did you feel when you were younger and you were being bullied? With my bipolar, the small things used to nudge me over the edge to depression. I felt like everybody hated me, and eventually I started to believe the things that the people said about me were true. What was the lowest point? The time just before I attempted to commit suicide. I was 12. What turned things around? It was being in hospital, learning to manage my anger and the ways to express myself, and definitely when I started writing. What do you consider your greatest accomplishment? Being accepted to my performing arts high school. I starting my senior year next week. I'll be graduating in 2012. Kira, when were you first bullied? It started in kindergarten. I had a lazy eye then, and the other kids made some chant, and they pushed me around as they sang it. And then the bullying continued. My last experience with bullying was actually just a few days ago. I have a blog that usually has really great feedback, and my blog's a collection of things that I'm really thankful for. So I wrote a blog saying I was thankful for my boyfriend, And someone anonymously commented, and I'm sorry for swearing, but that I was a fugly emo bitch who complains about everything going nowhere in life and a snob. Emo? Pardon? Emo? An emo's a person who is a goth and spends their time thinking about death and trying to commit suicide. And would you describe yourself that way? No, I don't think I'm an emo at all. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's easy for people to say whatever they want, though. With the internet, there's a sense of anonymity. There's just this screen there, and you can't see the effects that bullying has on a person. What is the main reason that you've been bullied? There are a good few things that I've been bullied for, the most prominent of which has to be my appearance, and then close to that is my bipolar. Any difference can make somebody a target. 
Yeah, so long as there is individuality in a society, there will be bullying. You mean unless we all do the same things and like the same things? And that's the point. I don't, I don't want people to do that. Not at all. So long as people think that we're different, which we are, people will be bullied. I don't think it's about prevention anymore. I think it's about resilience. How do you think your bipolar disorder made you a target? I had trouble when I was a child reacting in the positive way that I do now. I would hit or kick or I'd get really angry or I would yell. Couldn't control it properly then. This is before I got help. So why would you be a target today? Honestly, I don't know. Apparently, I'm just uh, lower than the other people. The point of bullying is that it doesn't make sense. How has bullying changed over the years? When I was in elementary school from about kindergarten to year six, no one really had Facebook or Twitter. They didn't write blogs instead of writing in their diaries, which is crazy to me now. I mean, I live on the internet. I can't imagine a world without Google. In primary school, bullying was always physical. It's so much easier to bully people now because you can do it online. Bullies do things like make Facebook statuses and groups and profiles and ask mean questions on Formspring. I've had a Facebook page made about me. It was called Join If You Think Kira Is A Fag. About 50 people had joined. And what happened to the group? I reported the group to my school and all of the members, and they got in trouble in the school and it got deleted off Facebook. Oh, well, good, good for you that you had the courage to do something <laughs> about it. Okay, so Formspring, what is that? Formspring is a fairly new social networking thing where you make a profile and have other people ask you questions about yourself. I think it's one of the only social networking sites where you don't need to have a profile to ask. So the young man who sadly killed himself, the 14-year-old Jamie Rodemeyer, he was on Formspring and people taunted him who wouldn't even leave their names. Yeah, Formspring is hugely anonymous. I don't have it anymore. So many people were asking me terrible things. What are three strategies you use to manage cyberbullying? The first is to print out copies of every single thing that happens. Deleted comments are still floating around somewhere on the internet that police have access to, but it's more efficient if you have the evidence right there. You need to print it out as soon as you see it and before you reply. The second is to have good quality privacy settings on Facebook. Set it so that all people can see is your name, your country and your profile picture. Avoid social networking sites where these things aren't readily possible. The third is to be friends with your delete button. There's a campaign going on in Australia. It's called I Delete Bullies Delete Block Report and it's really great to go by. I used to feel bad for deleting people because I consider them sort of friends, but if they're your friends, they wouldn't have done any of these things. So you need to delete the comment after you've printed it out, block the user so they can no longer contact you and report them on the site. Speaking of Facebook, just because someone's on your friend list doesn't make that person a genuine friend. Yeah, before you click accept this person to be your friend, are they your friend? Will they act like they're your friend? If you could say one thing, to teachers about bullying, what would it be? We need a zero-tolerance system against bullying. Kids are encouraged to come forward to teachers when they're bullied, and that's fantastic. But when we get that far, nothing really happens that we can see. A mark might be against a bully's name somewhere off in a file, but out in the playground, kids are still being bullied. If you could say one thing to parents about bullying, what would it be? 
Can I say two things? Okay, fine. The first is to teach kids resilience. Preventing bullying is important, but as, as long as someone will be considered different, there will be bullying. Parents need to teach their kids to stand up for themselves. And the second is to be aware of how children are bullied today. It's no longer just about seeing bruises. So when you're saying stand up, you're not necessarily meaning become violent. Violence is never the answer. Standing up can mean going to your teachers and telling them something's wrong. It can seem like the hardest thing to do. I was told that if I did tell a teacher, I would be bashed up, but it's about being strong and being courageous. If you don't tell someone, it will A, continue, and B, prove to the bullies that they are better than you and it's okay that what they're doing. To conclude, Kira leaves us all with a rallying cry. It's about resilience. We cannot inoculate ourselves from the hardships of life, whether they present themselves in the form of mental illness or mean people, but we can be resilient. CABF has changed its name to The Balanced Mind Foundation. Before the next podcast, you can always hear other podcasts and read my blogs on the FlipSwitch page at www.thebalancedmind.org forward slash FlipSwitch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. Until we meet again, this is Jessica Jimeno signing off and saying thank you for listening to FlipSwitch. Why you gotta be so mean?